You're listening to The Magnet Podcast. Welcome to The Magnet Theater Podcast. I am Alex Marino, sitting here with Beth Newell and Sarah Papalardo, co-founders, co-creators of Reductress. Hey! Hey! so tell me a little bit about Reductress. What is what is this uh, site that you've created? Reductress is a satirical women's magazine. It's a cross between The Onion and Cosmopolitan. Um, so basically we parody women's media, different women's magazines and websites. Cool. And you recently, uh, you recently redesigned the entire site. You had a whole rebranding, relaunch. We did. We just relaunched on Monday. Uh, we rebranded our logo and redid the whole site so it's a lot prettier and more fun to use awesome and it is it's gorgeous uh um much more like very colorful very very nice thank Um, you there are ads for uh colombian dating sites i don't know if that's just the algorithm that yeah you know that algorithm is based on your traffic alex okay i look at a lot of colombian dating sites you know we actually had a a a complaint from a reader that was like the ads on your site are very inappropriate because it was something about it was like about like buying a Russian, yeah. it was like buying a, buying a Russian bride, and so like this woman, it was like this is anti-feminist. This like goes against everything you know your site stands for. And we're like, well, someone on your computer must have been looking up Russian brides. <laughs> so, and the woman was like, I'll have to talk to the men in my household. <laughs> she was like very, she's so embarrassed that she brought it. Up. <laughs> I feel like. Uh, uh, as long as the internet knows that you're a man, it's just going to try to sell you Russian brides. Like, it doesn't necessarily... Like, it's just the cross you have to bear. Yeah, just the cross. Yeah. Just the cross. We as men uh, have to bear. so hard. <laughs> the internet trying to sell us Colombian dates and Russian brides. Um, so you guys... Uh, and this, this, new, this new rebranding was all funded by Kickstarter primarily? Was that the... Primary income yeah, that was, it was, it was like fourteen thousand dollars of free money that people gave to us for amazing. like no reason. Uh, wow. It was fantastic. Well, <laughs> for no a reason. reason, they love uh, you. I know and it's you're doing great. good work. Um, so we used it to design and build the new site, and uh, yeah, we couldn't have done it without the Kickstarter. That's awesome. Yeah. And how much? Does, so, I mean, would you care to talk, or you feel comfortable talking about like the the ad revenue and what comes in? Is that like? We're a multi-billion dollar company, <laughs> Alex. Yeah. Uh, we don't know what to do with all the cash that's yeah. flowing in. Uh, um, is that just, I mean, I assume that might just be like for upkeep and stuff like that. Like it's not a cheap thing to run something like this. Oh, uh, the, the bare bones of it are actually surprisingly inexpensive. Yeah. Um, it's really, um, you know, the value is in the, the content yeah. really. So, you know, Next steps would be, um, you know, expanding, um, getting ourselves an office space, sure, um, and hopefully getting some editors on board uh, so we can do more of what we're doing. Yeah. Um, we're we're not all the way there yet, but we're we're getting there. Yeah, we're definitely not taking home any money. Like we, we it, we're, our right. money is still going back into the site right now for various yeah. things. So uh, we have pr- we've put some of our own personal money in to get it going, and we haven't taken any of that back yet. So. 
uh, it's we're very optimistic about where it's going, but it's not like it's at a place where certainly it's like raking it in. Yeah, I don't mean to suggest that you guys are. <laughs> are <laughs> no, it's like, cool. Like no, we just. I feel like of... I feel the need to say that from time to time because we have a lot of people that we ask favors of certainly. and who write for us for free, and I don't want to be like, I don't want it to appear as though we're like taking home all this cash. Yeah. <laughs> right? But I think there's like a lot of misconceptions about how internet revenue works. Oh, without so, a doubt. Yeah, just put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's amazing. Um, and yeah, one of the one of the things that I have always been impressed with by uh, uh, by Reductress, first of all, the concept is so interesting, and there isn't anything that I'm aware of that's like it. Uh, uh, and I feel like I feel like I would have, if there was anything like it, I would have heard about it. Um, if not from the likes of you, then from someone in the comedy world would have at least posted something to Facebook or whatever. So it's like, it's original and it's, uh, uh, and it's one of those, like it's original in a, in a very like, I don't want to say obvious way, but in a way like, of course, of course this should exist. Why hasn't this existed before? Yeah. I think we both kind of thought the same thing when Beth came to me with the concept. Like we both Googled pretty hard yeah. to see if anything like it was out there. There are a couple of things, a couple of um, like video projects and stuff that touched on it, but nothing that really was focusing on uh, women's magazines and blogs specifically. Right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so that idea was uh, uh, always so interesting. Um, and you have a very high quality of the of the writing and the comedy. You guys have such an excellent, uh, I think, sense of humor, but also sense of taste and sense of. Uh, tone for really getting getting the parody right um uh and are able to promote yourselves so well the fact that you from the get-go it had this feeling that this isn't going to be going anywhere for a while uh you were really able to um pres present it in a way that uh had seemed seemed to hit the ground running almost like you had you had an immediate reach yeah, I think because we were so passionate about the concept, we were able to really obsessively focus in on all the details of promotion and representing ourselves and just trying to keep the content at a certain level from the very beginning. You know, I think I think it was very important to us, especially coming creating something that's like women focused. I think it was very important to us to not seem like this like silly funny lady project yeah. like which i think it's like I think there might have been an inclination among some people to write us off regardless of the quality of the content right uh but it, like so i think we definitely were like well we want this to look professional right away we don't want this to look like it's someone's like side blog like thing that we're going to drop in two months um and we spent about four months compiling content from a group of writers before we even launched the site just because we wanted it to look like there was a lot of stuff there and that this was a real website yeah yeah and i think it just goes without saying like just keeping at it yeah. consistently will you know things will grow if you just keep at it. And I think that goes for web series or any kind of project that you're passionate about. Just keep doing it. Yeah. Consistently. And, and, uh, that is something that you've definitely had and, and done so done more. So, uh, you were saying earlier about how, um, how you've managed to expand that. It's not just like you reaching out to your New York comedy friends. This is now something that anyone can submit to, right? Yeah, so uh, we've always had an open door policy. Sort of anyone who approached us was welcome to submit stuff to. Um, but we've sort of been reaching out to people beyond the New York comedy scene and uh, approached some different improv theaters across the country just to see if anyone wanted to submit to us. And we've gotten some really talented writers from different places that we wouldn't have otherwise run into. That's amazing. Yeah. 
and so to submit, you just there's a link on the site, or uh, yeah, just an email uh, intern at Reductress actually, or info at Reductress uh, with ten pitches for the site, um, and we'll take a look, see how you think. Yeah, and, uh, we we have a somewhat specific. We do have some more specific thing that we ask that. for, but yeah, yeah. They, I just they, opened up a can of worms. <laughs> <laughs> Check the website yeah, yeah, are, for the guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The inbox is exploding right now. <laughs> did did you, did you say intern at Reductress? Do you guys have an intern? We yeah. do. Yeah, <laughs> we've had a couple. We, we're on our fourth intern now. I think. Right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> We've had, we've had, well, yeah, it's, I I think it's a hard internship to stick with, not because it isn't fun, but because we don't have an office. (laughs) So it's like, it does, I think it's like fun, but then it doesn't feel like a huge part of their lives. (laughs) Right. Uh, but, um, yeah, we've had some really talented interns and, um, they've just, they just help us with like day-to-day organizational stuff, which is great. Yeah. Well, they also write too, which is kind of awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. What's uh what is the future of Reductress? What are your what are your plans beyond I'm gonna this? ask you to be our intern. <laughs> In Alex, you're capable. I know wow, it. did you guys hear that pop? <laughs> Jesus, I'm old. Um uh yeah, I would be I would be your intern. Thanks, Alex. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Would that mean I get to write for it? Oh my god, maybe. Yeah. Do you have an ask a man column we could use? Uh, yeah. We've been dying for one. I would love sure. Oh, yeah. Good. We've had at least 10, I feel like 10 guys have pitched us an ask a man column for the site. And <laughs> really? every, but it, like That's without a doubt, me. if you're a guy that decides to pitch to us, you will pitch an ask a man column. And usually only that, nothing. <laughs> right. I have, uh, they're definitely like going through my day. Uh, there will be times when I'm like, oh, that's a, that's a, that's an article for Reductress. I want to pitch that. Oh, they won't take it. I'm a dude. Oh, no. Uh, no, dudes do write for us. And yeah. and if when they hit the voice right, we like love it. It's nice. great. Uh, especially a lot of entertainment stuff, I think, kind of crosses. Like, both genders have a pretty good handle on, like, what's weird in entertainment. Yeah, definitely. Things like that. Yeah, we're definitely open. We're open to men pitching us. Which we just don't want your Ask a Man <laughs> Why would... Yeah, no, that's completely wrong for the site. Um, however... Ask a female. I don't know. Ask a shemale. Ask a shemale. <laughs> Ask a. Uh, this, this road will get us into a lot of a trouble. A lot of I trouble. I feel like if we go down it too far. Um, <laughs> so let's not. Um, but yeah, so in like the, the future, we had talked a little bit uh, months ago about like some video stuff and things like that. Have you started uh, like producing more because you've i've i've seen for like advertisements and stuff like that and like a couple of video pieces is that something that you're doing more in more in earnest or more yeah we definitely have plans in the works and we're slowly getting the ball rolling on that it's um we're as obsessive about our video content as we are everything else on the site and unfortunately video takes a lot more energy effort and money to produce so especially if you want to do it well which we do so uh we do have plans in the works. We are currently working on it and hopefully we'll have something out sooner rather than later. So. Awesome. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare yourselves. <laughs> no, no more than Before. that. That's, that's uh, a teaser. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. You <laughs> won't believe what happens <laughs> when you click on it. <laughs> 
we created this video. <laughs> you won't believe what happened next. <laughs> <laughs> All of the headlines will just be a play-by-play of what's in the video. <laughs> like, scroll to the two-minute mark uh, to see where this video gets good that we made. <laughs> and it ends at 2.03. Start it over. Play it again. Up our view count. Click on the ads. Refresh. <laughs> Uh, awesome. Um, Beth, uh, uh, you have a child coming mm-hmm. along. Yes. Uh, how much, how much longer is it in, inside of your body? Uh, I think four more months. I, I'm due in August, so. Cool. Yeah. Summer baby. Yeah. Yeah, I was born in August, so I feel pretty good about that for nice. some unknown reason. <laughs> it's a good connection. Yeah. Between, between mother and child. Uh, and this is a son. It's yeah, theoretically, that's what they tell me. They um could change between now and then. I went I got a sonogram. Game. <laughs> I got I got a sonogram recently where they revealed the gender and they sent me home with some sonogram photos. Well, so I didn't I couldn't have them tell me the gender in this in the ultrasound uh, appointment because my husband was out of town, Peter McNerney, who gotcha. works here at the theater. And Spoil uh sport. <laughs> Uh, and he was insistent that I like have them write it on a piece of paper or something <laughs> and then reveal it to him on the phone later, uh, which was sort of elaborate. But they so they give me the sonogram pictures and I open it up and they had taken like a little arrow and pointed at the <laughs> penis and they, it just said boy, <laughs> which is like, I think a really fun <laughs> reveal. <laughs> like they're like penis boy. <laughs> It's like borderline juvenile. Yeah. Yeah. Of them. <laughs> this is the problem with the medical industry today. Boy. I, but like I now I feel like I have this very strong association with him having a penis now. Like I'm like, oh, this little penis guy. Like cuz in my mind I, for some reason for a while I thought it was going to be a girl and now I'm like, well, there's a lot of penis in our future. <laughs> like, this little penis guy. <laughs> uh, I hope that's his middle name. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, uh, do you have like how how do you foresee? I mean, to the degree that you're able to foresee it, uh, completely destroying everything that you're doing. Uh, like, what are you are, are you planning on staying on with Reductress in the capacity that you have been? Oh um, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I think there'll probably be sort of like a brief leave of absence just to do all the normal recovering from childbirth things. But um, as soon as the baby's ready, though. He'll be on board too. Oh, yeah. He's joining the team. Yeah. Intern, another intern. Ask a little penis guy column. Yeah. Ask a little penis guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Reductors is definitely my main priority in terms of what I will stick with after the baby's born. Hopefully, I'll still be able to do some teaching and comedy stuff, just mm-hmm. in order, if only to get me out of the house. Um, right. So uh, that'll be good. But I'm. I'm very strongly driven towards like hopefully resuming my life in some sort of semblance of a, sure. a, a human life. Um, well, Peter doesn't teach much or do much comedy stuff, so <laughs> I'm sure he'd be happy to stay home. We're slowly like acclimating him to the idea of like having to be home at certain times because he has a pretty, he has a freewheeling uh, lifestyle right now. Right. Um, <laughs> if, you're, if you're listening, Peter, and I know you are. Live it up. <laughs> Live it up while you can. Yeah. Like four months. <laughs> it ends soon. Yeah, the party's over. So, <laughs> uh, uh, well, if you ever need a break and want to come back to Kiss Punch Poem, yeah, I do. I um, it's funny because I 
every once in a while I like hear something about Kiss Punch Film and I'm like, oh yeah, I was in that show and I want to <laughs> come back and do it. And it's always like the week that I'm like about to go out of town right. or like have a thing on Saturday and I'm like, oh, I guess not. But I do like constantly like I'm like it's really weird that I haven't yeah. <laughs> come back and done that show yet yeah and so, that was when you let her like I'll still be around I'm yeah still <laughs> nope that door but, slammed with yeah. a mighty thump I find that happens with almost everything I quit though like I'm like oh, I might still do this but I just need to not do it and then it's right. like it's always like er- everything else in your life comes at you like yeah so <laughs> yeah definitely I took a brief leave of absence from uh the made-up musical five years ago <laughs> <laughs> haven't done one since yeah uh, i think i don't know if this is like a comedy people thing or just everyone thing but it's like really hard to quit stuff when you know you need to and yeah. so then it's always there is always that light touch of like ah so i'm just taking a break we'll see what happens right uh which is just a, ends up being a total lie well i always liken it to like in high school or something like you'll have these friends that you're so close to and you're like in two or three classes together and then the next year you're not in any classes together so you just never see each other yeah you're just not names. yeah uh <laughs> not in the same circles at all anymore yeah i read somewhere there was like some study that was trying to find some sort of common thread between why people become friends and the only common thread was proximity like yeah. it was like people who live near each other are friends with each other yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh it's just so hard to work around stuff like that yeah that and that that rings true to me i didn't realize until you know moving to new york like oh this is what friends are like the people that i called friends were just around and we, <laughs> low we, standards yeah we had a we had a uh, similar disdain for the rest of the people around us and that's how we found each other as opposed to like really genuinely en- enjoying each other's time uh that's it's not so- true for anyone everyone <laughs> in case I, anyone home is listening i was just talking about this at lunch with a friend where I, we were like is that a good way to form friendships because i feel like a lot of friendships form just because you're like oh we both hate working here yeah and then you're like Maybe that wasn't the most solid base for mm. us to have a relationship. Right. But, but I don't better, know. Mutual okay. hatred is supposed to be stronger than mutual like for something. Really? So it's, it's, a, it's a quicker way to bond with someone. Allegedly. Yeah. That's also uh, better to have that than not have that. Like yeah. better to bond with someone that you uh, both hate working here than yeah. for both of you to hate working there and not have each other, I guess. Well, I, I guess I only question it because the thing I found is that when you are done complaining about that thing, like if you quit that job, that you no longer have any reason to talk to that person. Like right. or, or them talking to them about that thing is no longer at all of interest to you. Right. <laughs> so how much of this is just you guys hating not doing reductress <laughs> that's pretty much it that's the driving force yeah. that makes us do so well we hate all other people yeah um, but we're good at it uh that's true though i mean it must be a, similarly a mutual disdain for uh for women's magazines and that that culture or love hate relationship love-hate, with it at least yeah for sure because uh, that's something that comes across too is uh you clearly have an affinity for all of that enough to uh, like just in the ways that you embrace it and how pitch perfectly you're able to replicate it. Uh, there's clearly an, an affection for the thing that you're, that you're sending up the flagpole. Yeah, definitely. Um, we've, I've definitely found myself being like more focused and almost enjoying that, uh, aspect of the media since we started working on this. Cause I feel like prior to doing this, I, I feel like to a certain extent, I just avoided a lot of women's media. Right. Um, 
and now I sort of have to make it a part of my life. So. Yeah. Right. I mean, you, I feel like you can't satirize something properly if you actually hate it. Like, right. it'll come through, and then it... Oh, it, certainly. It compromises the what's funny about it. So, I don't know. Yeah, we, we all go through these rabbit holes of, like, Exo-Jane and Jezebel <laughs> and every weird thing. And, I mean, it's, it's stuff that I could just read over and over again. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. I've also noticed, too, if when people are pitching ideas based on some sort of, like mutually uh hated headline it's sort of like the person who hates it the most never has the best uh Mm -hmm. pitch because they hate it so strongly they can't get past that to sort of pick apart what's going on you know it's sort of angry yeah it's just such a blind hatred but if you're sort of like dislike it but are amused by it it, you come up with much stronger ideas yeah and i think that's like the evolution from like the snarky feminist blog into what we're doing is there's definitely like a place to be snarky and like talk about what sucks, but it's just sometimes a lot more fun to play with it (laughs) instead of just be like, no, this sucks. And I'm going (laughs) to say it in a snarky way because I have glasses. That's me, by the way. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But I think there is something to that like snarky attitude where it's just like eating its own tail sort of thing where it's just like the same conversation revolving and revolving. And it's like, you need, I don't know. For me, it's like, I can only read that stuff for so long before I'm like, okay, I'm, I hate rape too, but I don't want to think about it all day long. Right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. It definitely reaches a point of, uh, and I've had this more and more lately of just like, God, everyone's got an opinion <laughs> too. They're too, too about everything. Too many opinions today. Yeah. Facebook. Mm-hmm. Well, there, there comes a point too, where it's like, it's so saturated. I think this year in particular, there's been a lot of like activist type of headlines. Yeah. Um, but there becomes a point where like it gets reposted so many times that like the thousands, thousands, person to post it is sort of like we're like yeah that's not original anymore like it's right. like we get that racism is bad like we need a new <laughs> solution or angle on this like yeah you're not like you didn't discover that racism is bad you know right <laughs> like, exactly and that all other ways of uh fighting racism are are wrong or not doing enough yeah uh, which is the other yeah <laughs> again we're going down a dangerous road nah. <laughs> no but i mean i think like that and plus a, a number of other things like it seems like the strategy is like take something that 80 percent of the country agrees with <laughs> pretend it's controversial yeah. and then post an opinion about it right like women's body image women should have a positive body image i'm gonna go out and say it disagree strongly yeah. disagree yeah. ask a man disagree <laughs> yeah i think our our generation is really good at getting outrage and really bad at like affecting change. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible it's slacktivism yeah it's terrible i mean there's i feel like there has been some things this year where like it blew up into a big enough thing that it actually affected something like with the sort of snl um controversy i feel like you know they did actually hire some african-american writers and a performer and i think that's great so i feel like sometimes it does run its course in a good way but other times it's like less productive right right Uh, yeah there's sometimes it's like oh yeah fair point that's easy to fix yeah Uh, yeah uh uh and sometimes like oh this is way too way too complex like (laughs) it's not i can't yeah yeah i don't even know how to approach this um (laughs) Uh, where, how are we going to solve all these problems? Gonna, mouth noises. More mouth noises. Uh, uh, Sarah Papalardo, you are not pregnant. No, unfortunately, fortunately. Um, yeah, I've remained unpregnant for 29 years straight. 
Congratulations. Um, <laughs> Got that streak going. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just maintenance at this point. <laughs> um, <laughs> You've got the plate spinning. You just yeah, gotta, yeah, yeah. gotta address it a couple of times. Totally, totally. Yeah. Uh, uh, what, what are you... What are you mm, What's your deal? Be- I've What's your de- I know. What's my deal? What's your deal? Um, what are you yeah, up to? I mean, I, I, I took a break from sketch uh, here. You know, like I yeah. took a break a year ago mm-hmm. um, with the intentions of coming back, and it's been a year. Right. Um, I'd, I'd love to get back to doing sketch, but also working on a couple plays. That I think you and I talked about many yes. moons ago. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like as soon as. Soon as like this launch is out of the way and all that stuff, I'd love to get back to writing more. Yeah. But right now we're just doing a lot of editing and it's pretty fun. Yeah. So no complaints. That's awesome. Uh Sarah sat in with Kiss Punch a I did. while ago. Finally oh, got wow. her on stage. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it happens once every three years. <laughs> uh yeah, we'll definitely get you back into that. Remind I can't I'm trying to remember because we definitely did talk about a play coming back from Costa Rica. Um what was that about? Um, was it the, oh, it was the, um, the doomsday cult and the play takes place a day after their doomsday didn't right. happen. Yeah. That one. Yeah. The, and then the discussion of like, does it, do we go through with, do we still believe this anymore? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. You're talking about a play that Sarah wrote. Working on, I'm, I'm, I'm working out the kinks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By not doing anything about it. <laughs> so if anyone is, anyone wants to take that concept, you got like five years to produce. <laughs> Four, <laughs> I'm not touching it. <laughs> uh, awesome. Um, uh, I've covered so many of the questions that I wanted to cover. Should we talk about you? Yeah. (laughs) There's not not a whole lot teaching, writing, performing a little bit, improv. That's a lot. I mean, it is, but it's all the same stuff for me. (laughs) Well, what are your dreams for the future? Um, My dreams for the future is to get my Ask a Man column onto (laughs) Reductress and and become the... I mean, take your jobs, basically. Mm-hmm. I want it. It's about time Reductress was in the hands of a, of a male. Yeah, uh, it's really only a matter of time before we get bought out by some <laughs> old man that just like drives the site into the ground. Right. Yeah, I mean, we're just like driving around in a van looking for old men with money to <laughs> pick us up. up. So, <laughs> we're sugar daddy that's, to- that's our investment strategy, acquisition <laughs> <laughs> strategy. Uh, uh, so. So you're primarily you're primarily editing uh, for Reductress now, right? Like you guys are primarily editors, periodically writing your own pieces. Do you set limits for yourself about like or goals for yourself about like how many pieces you guys are going to submit in a certain amount of time, or is it just kind of whenever you get around to it? Uh, we definitely have content goals, um, and we hit them sort of sporadically, depending because it's so dependent on what our writers pitch us. So we're sort of at their whim, but that's why we sort of reach out to new writers from time to time to make sure our writing pool is large enough to hit those goals. Um, in terms of what we're doing day to day, there's a lot of other maintenance stuff just going on with like, uh, posting pieces, finding images for pieces and making sure everything looks good. And, um, you know, keeping our social media presence strong. Right. Uh, stuff like that. So. Yeah, it's. I mean, I think between me and Beth, we tend to write when we have a good reason to. Mm-hmm. Um, if something in the news comes up or something like that, but um, 
yeah, sometimes it's just our, our time is better spent uh, looking at other people's fresh ideas. And it's it's cool seeing ideas come in that we're like, wow, we didn't know that's mm-hmm. the direction we want to go in, but this is fantastic. And, yeah. you know, like the voice has definitely changed over the past year, but I think it's definitely for the better. Yeah. Can you speak to that a little bit? Like, in what way has the, has the voice of the site changed? Mm, I would say when we launched, um, since we were really just trying to set the tone for the site, um, some of our pieces were probably a little more kind of exposition like here is why women's media and consumer culture is absurd right so i don't know if you uh, more of our pieces were like (laughs) it was like the pilot episode of the show i mean we were like approaching topics more broadly i think that was really it like here is why marketing to women is weird like let's do baloney for her right and now it's 17 articles on anal um, yeah. So we've really evolved. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's forced to become more specific because we, as a rule, don't want to repeat an idea. And so, you know, like those obvious ones get used up pretty quickly. And now it's sort of the ideas hopefully get more sophisticated as we go along. Yeah. Um, yeah. Refined. Yeah. It seems like, uh, uh, you know, as with so many things, like, you know, an improv scene or something like that, it's like, here's my idea. And it does sort of require everyone to sort of like respond to it and be like, oh, this. And it's like, yeah, that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, or like at a pitch meeting for like sketch or something like that. Like you come in with sort of a, I think it's this. And then like, you know, with the, it, over time, just the group sort of hones it and makes it better. Yeah. Definitely takes a few heads sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I think also it's sort of like, um, you have to sort of lead by example because a lot of people don't, they can't write for your thing until they know what your thing is. Definitely. And so it's like a lot of, throwing stuff out there to figure out what that thing is and then having that example for people. So, um, it, it's, it takes a while I think to do that just like, we're, cause as we're going into this new video phase, it's sort of like, okay, what, what do we actually want this to be? <laughs> and then sort of putting it out there. And then it's like very slow process of getting anyone to actually pitch for that because they don't, they can't see what's in our heads and we can only see a small percentage of what it's actually going to turn out to be. Right. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure that will evolve in the same way. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, and yeah, also I would imagine in the same way of like finding people who are, you know, better suited to design and build the site and how that helped you sort of like take it to that level. Like the more you go on, people are just like, Hey, uh, you should do this. This is a, like that you wouldn't have even thought of. Yeah. Another thing I think we've like learned over the course of time is um, which of our writers are capable of writing what type of article. So, <laughs> so like sometimes someone will pitch something and we'll be like, uh, that, that's a great idea. But like, we don't necessarily think that person writes in that style. Cause right. we, you know, we have different sections of the site and there's like thoughts pieces are more of like a first person character voice, yeah. which some people are really great at and some people not as much. Some people are, just kill it with like the news pieces um so that's i think we've like we're slowly getting better at utilizing people for different things when somebody submits do they uh uh do they sort of have the is there the understanding that you can take one of their ideas and give it to someone else or like assign them something that maybe wasn't their idea but you think that they would be right for the voice or is there any of that that happens? Uh, we've done it before, but we don't do it very often. I think I think because we're at a stage where we're not really paying anyone, it's very hard to sort of like sure. just pull their ideas apart and hand right. them off to someone else. I mean, we've definitely asked people and a lot of our a lot of the people we know well are pretty cool with that. 
Uh, but it's harder with if it's like some stranger submitting from Chicago to sort of be like, hey, you don't know us and we're not paying you. And we're gonna do you mind? Yeah. We're going to take your idea <laughs> and put someone else's else. name on it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's hard to give ownership. And sort of the of only course. currency we have to pay our writers right now is by slapping their name on what they write. So right. uh, that's a little bit tricky at this point. Slapping a name on what they write? Paying them. What? <laughs> <laughs> Slapping their name on something? It's difficult. Yeah. I, I digress. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> it's been a long day. I don't know if you're aware, but this entire conversation has just been digression. <laughs> digression. Yes. Oh, digression. Yes. Uh, that's okay to digress. Please digress. <laughs> or we've got nothing to talk about. <laughs> um, cool. What? And so I... Uh, uh, one thing that the internet has taught me over this last year is that um, being a straight white man, I <laughs> am privileged and do not could not possibly I think you understand. Should just, you should not continue talking because you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that I don't and can't understand what it is like to be a woman, um, which is true. I yeah. mean, it's basically like I can empathize to a point, mm-hmm. uh, um, but there is just so much like I don't know what it's what it was like growing up with all of these magazines that are trying desperately to get your attention, like <laughs> specifically your attention, uh, uh, and sell you an idea and sell you things and and uh, <laughs> what 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 is that what is that like? <laughs> it's I think it's one of those things that's so almost impossible to explain to men without sounding obnoxious. But it's like there's this level of like you don't get this like every once in a while i'll have a conversation with my husband where i'm sort of explaining a situation where i am interacting with someone who on the virtue of me being a woman has sort of like written off everything i have to say in that interaction Hmm. and it sort of like my from my husband's point of view he's like oh they're just trying to be nice blah blah like he has like this rationale for it but i'm like you can't put yourself in that place if you have never experienced it sure uh so it's very hard to like put into words but i think as a woman you just know in certain situations you get this i don't know you have the spidey woman sense of like oh this person's just not going to respect anything i say or do or oh. like this person in this area <laughs> just is never going to understand this you right. know uh yeah it's it's hard not to be sensitive about it and it's hard to like react to it in a productive way which i think is like that conversation we were having earlier about like racism and gender and blah 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 is like yeah. it's a hard conversation for it to go anywhere productive because you get sensitive and then you send the conversation into an unproductive place right mm-hmm. i mean the easiest thing to do is renounce your womanhood honestly <laughs> if you want to like get through the world smoothly <laughs> <laughs> i haven't but i'm close <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh don't uh, don't do that oh, you've, got okay. such, you've got such a wonderful woman thanks as a woman i appreciate that <laughs> and uh one of the most amazing last names that i think i've come across in my 31 years on this earth <laughs> oh thank you papalardo is such a great last name yeah you know you know where it comes from apparently an ancestor of mine was like a wealthy landowner because apparently like if you were fat in italy like you were rich so uh, gotcha um so yeah i think at some point in every nation's history if you were fat it was because you were rich yeah like tables have turned mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 public health uh 
on there. Ah, <laughs> uh, so many. Oh, oh we skirt on so many roads. Just, just hot, oh, hot rods. I'm never going to be asked to run one of these again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got shut down after seven episodes, what a, or whatever number this is going to be. <laughs> There should are there any other controversial uh, topics we can touch on while we're here? See, we touched on racism, uh, uh, transgender, uh, uh, sexism. I've got some abortion jokes I haven't gotten to say out loud. Oh, uh, you haven't gotten to yeah. say. Sarah has a great abortion routine. If you yeah. just let her, it's my signature. It's all maintenance. <laughs> What's the deal with these abortions? <laughs> <laughs> Is that, oh my god it's one of my favorite uh sorry for everyone but this is a um an old second city blackout like a classic blackout to uh, there's a couple reading a newspaper about like an upcoming election and uh, uh one of them says the other what are we going to do about this abortion bill and the other one says pay it and then the lights go <laughs> i love that so That's much funny. i love to hear like some modern day hot topics like jokes told in the style of like an old vaudeville routine so Mm -hmm. it's like an abortion walks into a bar or like you know like (laughs) (laughs) what do you get when you cross obamacare with a women's rights movement Uh, (laughs) it's like a like a rompus like musical number (laughs) hey Uh, it just ends with like a racist punchline a mexican (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we can edit the last like 50 minutes out of this uh cool um well unless there's anything else you all want to talk about no you've you've sucked us dry yeah. <laughs> uh thank you uh well uh, thank you so much for coming uh again beth and uh sarah uh this has been a wonderful conversation uh thank you all for listening to the magnet theater podcast i'm alex marino big thanks to grant goldberg our sound engineer uh you can check us out at magnetheater.com for all the podcasts there in the blog uh we hope that you enjoyed this and we hope you'll come back thank you very much have a great day you've been listening to the magnet podcast 